Good morning. Welcome. It is Froster Buns Friday. It's seven minutes after nine o'clock. Uh, we, uh, I'm sure you know by now, if you were listening to the news, the uh, the news that uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein passed away, and uh, they're all lauding her uh, accomplishments. Uh, I'm not so impressed. I don't. I don't mean to be mean. I don't want to be mean. There are, um, but but the fact is. Uh, Politically, she was just out of sync with the world from the day she stepped into the Senate. And probably before. Uh, she got, the, you know, they're telling us how great this uh, assault weapons ban was that she got passed. Turned out to be useless, didn't make any difference in the numbers of deaths. Uh, so it, it was sunshine and never did get uh, uh, put back on, uh, on the books. She has consistently let down the Constitution... And uh, so I'm not very impressed. I am sad at anybody's passing. Uh, that uh, that said, politically, I I just don't have much respect for what she did. But we've got more to move on. The stock market is acting, well, a little out of sync themselves. I'll explain what I'm talking about. Uh, inflation report is out, and it deals with that. We'll talk about the impeachment hearing yesterday, and uh, we'll take your calls on topics that are, well, on your mind, because that's what Froster Buns Friday is all about. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, Donald Trump's legal woes in New York, um, and, and I am convinced, and I think I may just start here. I, I wasn't going to, but I, I think I'm going to start here. I got an email from a listener. And the listener has, I think, uh, put into words what I have been telling you. Democrats have an end justifies the means mentality. And there is no trick that they won't pull to win. And, I'm, and, and this listener, his name is Gary, uh, coincidentally, nailed it. And this is what I've been trying to convey to you for the last six months. And I know somebody's going to send me an email and say, oh, you're a never-Trumper. I'm not a never-Trumper. I have repeatedly told you the things he did that I liked and the things he did that I didn't. Uh, actually, I think this, uh, this got forwarded to me, didn't it? Yes. My main fears, writes Gary, are losing to the Democrats again. America is at a line in the sand moment. The dirtiest thing the Democrats will probably do is let Trump win primaries. Then after Republicans are committed to Trump, Biden steps down and is replaced by someone new with no time to vet their candidate, hack media a heck, video, uh, media won't even vet uh, either, but spin the young candidate as the savior on a white horse. I keep telling you we're being McCaskilled. They know what they're doing is making Trump supporters more resolute. And, and you can call me if you think I'm wrong on this. But right now, 70 percent of the country don't want either candidate. Seventy percent. 
if it comes down to those two, Trump would win. But the question is, will it come down to those two? I don't think so. I think that Joe Biden is not going to run for re-election. That he is ultimately going to step down or be convinced to step down, whether it's his own plan or Barack Obama's. And as uh, Gary pointed out in his email, some charismatic young guy on a shiny horse, uh, on a white horse, is going to come in and, and take the nomination. And now you have an entirely different dynamic. Now it's not Trump versus Biden. It's Trump versus this new guy, whoever it may be. And in that case, Donald Trump will lose. I'm, I'm not saying I'm a never Trumper. I'm just telling you, if you're a Trump supporter, and I understand I understand the emotional connection. There's a part of me that wants Donald Trump to win just to shove it down the throats of the Democrats. But realistically, is it worth the gamble that Joe Biden won't step down and some young guy will take his place and win the race. Maybe you think I'm wrong. Maybe you think Gary is wrong. I think he's right. I think we're being McCaskill. I think they know what they're doing is driving up his numbers, solidifying his support. But politically, they'll yank the rug out from under you at the last minute, and you'll have Donald Trump and let's face it, he is not the great communicator. He is not Ronald Reagan. He's not Bill Clinton. He's not Barack Obama. They'll yank the rug out from under Joe Biden and you, put up a, a new candidate who's young, charismatic, and it'll be a complete different outcome. And we'll be stuck with the Democrats for between four and eight more years. And the amount of damage they can inflict in eight years is immeasurable. Just look what three years of Joe Biden has done. He has exacerbated inflation. The debt's going through the roof. People can't afford to buy houses. They can't afford to buy cars. They can barely afford to feed themselves. And if they've got cars, they can barely afford to keep them full of gasoline. That's in three years. Imagine what happens if they end up with 12. Is it worth the risk? 874 800-529-5572. Is it worth the risk? Are you confident that Donald Trump can beat any Democrat or just Joe Biden? Give me a call. Let me know what you're thinking. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show. 
on the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 18 minutes after 9 o'clock. Glad to have you on board. The Gary Nolan Show. It's Frost Your Buns Friday. Uh, I kicked off the uh, program talking about what I think the Democrats are going to do. It's based on an email that actually came into our morning show host. I think it came into Brandon Rathard. Uh, and it, this caller the, the, really nailed it. We're, we are being McCaskilled. If the Democrats change horses before the election, if Joe Biden is not the nominee, and look at, I mean, do you really think this guy is going to make it through four more years? I don't want to get too maudlin here, but uh, he when he he's... It, it, I don't think I don't think the clock is ticking in his favor. How about if I phrase it like that? He's not going to run again. Democrats are going to find someone new at the last minute when the Republicans end up with Donald Trump and the comparisons are going to you know they're, they're, when you consider 70% of the public don't want either one of these guys when one drops out and a new face comes in unvetted young and charismatic Trump I I I firmly believe will not prevail so are you so confident in Donald Trump that you think there's no democrat out there who can beat him that they can't find anybody out there that can, you know, get more votes than him? 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. And it's Froster Buns Friday on top of all that. We'll talk about the economy, inflation, the silliness of Wall Street. And, we'll, and it will, they will wake up, but I'll give you that information in about 15 minutes. Let me go to the phones first. Roger, good morning. Hey, good morning, Gary. Well, I agree with you 100% that the conniving Democrats would probably try to pull something like that. But I'd like you to name who they would replace Biden with. I can't think of one halfway decent uh, Democrat. You know, you look at the Congress, Chuck Schumer. They're going to replace him with Chuck Schumer or Adam Schiff. They nope. just don't have anybody. Joe Manchin? Yeah, but I, yeah, I, well, I wouldn't be all upset with, with Joe Manchin. I'm a Republican, but he would certainly be better than any of the other Democrats. But yeah. I don't think, I think he'd be more prone to go on a, a third party ticket. And he doesn't get along with the Democrats very well. I don't think they'd even consider him. I think if he can get the nominee, if they, if they manage to get his name on the ticket, he will trounce Donald uh, Trump. Mm, I don't know. And, I, and I, 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 what I think would have the best chance against Trump is RFK Jr. Well, you know, it may come down to that. I don't know. But I know there are a lot of Democrats out there who are itching uh, for the chance to run. And I think the Democrats realize Joe Biden's vulnerabilities. They're looking for that someone to come in and replace him. I think it's all planned out. I think they already know who they're going to put up there. Okay, and at the I, end I, of the day, you got to believe that there's not a Democrat out there who can get more votes than Donald Trump. I don't think that's going to happen. 
Yeah, I agree that he gets, I mean, New York, California would never vote for him, the big states, the liberal states, Illinois. But we, we went down to Branson last week, and I tell you what, you still see signs and flags all over between here and Branson with Trump on them. And in the heartland, he's got a, a, just a dedicated group of people that want to support him. Any halfway decent conservative in the heartland that is is a Republican is going to vote for whoever the nominee is. I don't doubt yeah. that he has. His support is, um, I mean, the people who are supporting him are very, very firmly in his corner. But when you look at 70% of the population not wanting to see either one of them in the White House, 70%. It doesn't take much imagination to figure out what happens if they flip Biden out of the picture. Yeah, All right. it, would, it would throw Rod, it into the turmoil, that's for sure. Raj, I'm, I'm, I'm way behind here. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Froster Buns Friday, Ann is on the program. Good morning, Ann. Good morning, Gary. Um, they should, the Republicans should deal with this as if Biden is already out of the picture and get out ahead of this, kind of cut off some of the steam of the Democrats. And um, I don't know if it's going to be Big Mike um, or Gavin Newsom, but those seem to be the two names that are, you know, constantly mentioned. Um, I don't know who else. RFK, they don't like him, the Democrats. So he, he wouldn't be a, a good little puppet for them, you know, it seems. So I don't think he would be the one that they would put out in front. But um, I can't think of any other names other than maybe Susan Rice, you know, or, or uh, Joe Jarrett. Or Joe oh, Manchin. <laughs> so, I mean, that is so uninspiring, it's laughable. Um, uh, you'd be surprised. The guy's charismatic. You know, wouldn't you love to sit down and well, talk with him? No, 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 I, you know, it just and I'm I mean, having been a voter for many, many years, it's the conservative voter is constantly it's like, no, you don't get who you want. You're constantly every election. You have to vote for the lesser of two evils because you're never going to get the person who you want. You know, well, you know um, it's not it's not the conservative. It's not the conservative. Right, yeah, that Sorry, I, I just real quickly. I think the Republicans, if they're going to have an, another debate, just basically get out ahead of this and say, Joe Biden is not in the picture. He's not going to be their nominee. So let's, okay, submit that right now, okay? We're going to deal with and talk about who we think will be the next nominee. Get out ahead of it and cut off, you know, cut off their steam. Um, the, the big surprise or the big reveal that they do close to the 2024 election, just get out ahead of it and, and do it, you know? Yeah. So, um, all right. And, yeah. all anyway, right. that's and, and thank you. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. I'm not worried about the Republican voters. Most of the Republican voters are going to vote for the Republican. I'm worried about the independents. Those people who are not affiliated with any party. I'm just telling you, if they could get Manchin, he could prevail. Uh, but there are, there are a couple of other Democrats out there who are uh, a little bit less to the left that independents uh, would probably uh, uh, find palatable. James, good morning. Morning, Gary. How are you this morning? Hey, I got a little bit different take on this. Uh, of course, I've made a 
I made a prediction to myself and some friends of mine that Biden and Trump will not be the nominees. Um, but, you know, if Trump is the nominee, I'll vote for him. And I'm not an ever-Trumper like you. But <laughs> I go, I mean, no, you're not an ever-Trumper. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're both we're both on the same page on that. But some of these polls for Trump, I mean, you know, I've said this before to you in the past. I remember when I worked for Reagan... They said Jimmy Carter's up three or four points Labor Day weekend of 1980, and we all joked that, that I think they meant to say he was down by 40 points. <laughs> but, uh, you know, DeSantis looked better in this debate than the first one, and he didn't look bad in the first one. Um, he, he's getting <clears throat> some of the Fox people just don't like DeSantis, but I thought, I thought DeSantis did well in this last debate. But I'm concerned if we can even win an election in this the lady that called just before you mentioned Susan Rice. I think it could be Susan Rice or my Michelle Mybell they put in there. Yeah, I don't Susan see Michelle. Rice, a lot of the shots right now. Yeah, I don't I see Michelle, but I, Susan Rice is a possibility. Susan Rice is dangerous because if they put her up, you know, even DeSantis might have trouble beating her. I mean, the, the Democrats, they steal the elections and... You know, they got a playbook, and they're going to play this Chinese virus again. That That's up their sleeve, too. Now, whether it's going to fly like it did, it didn't fly with me, but, it, you know, it's like a guy cheats at poker all the time. Until you stop him, he's going to keep cheating. And uh, All right. James, I'm leery of Trump. I, you know, I, I, if Trump is the nominee, I, I'm leery that can he win. You know, I'm, I'm leery of that. Yeah, if, if it's against Biden, I think he can prevail. But if it's against anybody else, I think he's got to... It's a, it, I'm telling it's a whole different metric. All right, James, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I got time to get another call in, don't I? Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought so. Joe, good morning. Hey, Gary. You know, I, I agree with you that we're getting McCaskill on this. And if you remember the original McCaskilling, I, I spent months shouting at my television for Todd Aiken to, to drop out. Of course, he never did. You know, there was good, other good candidates like Sarah Steelman and others that could have done that job. But uh, I, this call is to ask you, I agree they're doing it. What the heck do we do? Well, you've got to find a way to wake Trump supporters up. And I mean that in a gentle way. I mean, it's not like we have to slam them into the ground because they're idiots or something. They're not. They believe in the guy. They support the guy. He was a better president than Joe Biden, and they, and they want him to get even. But you've got to oh, take yeah, the big I, picture. I, 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 I I'm not an anti-Trumper. I, I I love Trump as a president, and if he's on the ticket. I'm obviously voting for him again, but he's got a 50-point lead or whatever. What, what do you do with that? It's not going to be any of those people on the stage the other night. And I don't think I mean, you and I could change, but I don't think you're going to make the whole Republican Party change and get one of those guys in there. And then could they beat a Gavin Newsom or somebody? Yeah, I think they could. Oh, you I do? Think, I think just about just about anybody on that stage could beat Gavin Newsom. He's got a record as governor, and it's not pretty. It doesn't matter for these people. He's good looking. He's slick. That's all they care about. And he's got a D by his name. That is all they care about. Well, that's what the Democrats care about. It's the independents again. we got to keep remembering, keep our eye on the ball. These races aren't based on Democrats and Republicans. They're based on the independents. All right, Joe, thank you for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. It's Froster Buns Friday. The economy and more coming up. This 
This is the Gary Nolan Show. It's 9.35 on a Froster Buns Friday. Uh, we uh, we started the program off this morning uh, talking about what will happen if the Democrats do what I think they're going to do. Joe Biden doesn't run. Uh, you got 70% of the American public that don't want either Biden or Trump. What happens if they have cleverly led everybody to believe that it's going to be Joe Biden and done everything in their power to get Trump nominated? And then at the last minute go, eh, no, Joe Biden's getting too old. He wants to retire. I believe they've already made that decision. I don't think he's going to be the nominee. And CNN is already running names up the flagpole to see who salutes. They've suggested Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, Ray Cooper, he is uh, governor of North Carolina, and he's term limited. They could throw him out there. Uh, Mitch Landrieu, uh, they, they could uh, put him out. Uh, who else do we have? Gretchen Whitmer, Phil Murphy, uh, J.B. Pritzker, Stacey Abrams would be the last one. In the, I don't think they'll ever put her up. But they do have a list of names. And I do believe that one of them just might be the nominee of the Democrat Party. We're all looking in wonder. It's like they're like a magician. We're watching the wrong thing. We're watching Joe Biden. Ain't going to be Joe Biden. Uh, 874-9390, toll free 800-529-5572. Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning. I'm driving right now, but I just had an idea. I said, what you should do is find out how old the Obama children will be at the time of the 2024 election. That way, Michelle <laughs> will have definitely something to do because she'll have time on her hands. And then the Obama family can continue to rebirth the United States the way they planned on. Oh, that is such an ugly thought. Mike, you should concentrate on driving instead of giving listeners nightmares. I think they should all have nightmares because they're live. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Obama's kids. Oh, please, no. Mike, thank you no, for no, the call. Find out, find, out, no, find out how old they'll be because they're not going to run. She'll run. She'll need something to do. Yeah. She'll have to have something to do. I've uh, seen this happen with the women in the household. All right, Mike. I, I don't see her running. I really don't. But I, I, it, it's worth a thought. It, it could happen. And if it does happen, it you know it it could sell for uh, a lot of uh, undecided voters who are not declared Democrat or Republican. All right, Mike. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Charles, good morning. Hi, how you doing, Gary? You know I agree with almost. Every, in fact, not almost everything that you say. But the media, and I'm not sure if you get this or not, is 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 all about Donald Trump. And you know, none of this is about Donald Trump. It's about the supporters. The people who support Donald Trump will tell you that it's not about Donald Trump. We don't care about him. We only care about what he stands for. And the thing is, is that he's the only person that's doing it. And then you got to imagine this guy, he's being looked at because he's got so many balls. He doesn't even have to be there now. And he's still doing this. But the idea is, is this is not about Donald Trump. It's about we, us supporters, we are the danger, not him. And they want to shut us down. And the thing is, is that we are the only ones here 
that are trying to fight for the freedom of America, and everybody else is out there trying to take compromises. I wouldn't care if it's Donald Trump. I mean, I happen to like Ted Cruz. There's a few others that I think, but this is not about Donald Trump in any way or any other politician. It's about, and this has gone back to the Tea Party, uh, all of the Freedom Caucuses, and that's what this is about. All right, Charles, this is not, you got it wrong. This is about the election. This is about this is about winning. Now yes, maybe sir. maybe you're right. I uh, I've got some. Uh, I'm just I'm going to say you're right. It, Donald Trump's the only guy in the world that can fix things. But there are yeah, other people out there, huh? I didn't say that. Well, I but here, here's like my, him. I said that he's got the balls to stand there. All right. Well, if he doesn't win, then it doesn't matter how many testicles he has or how large they are. He isn't in the White House. I agree, sir. So now you've got to find a candidate that the people in the middle will support. The, the, the Democrats will at the last minute yank the rug out. Joe Biden disappears. You got Donald Trump against some young charismatic. Now you, it doesn't matter how much you love the guy. He's not winning. Well, but... Gary, I agree with that 100%. But the problem here is, no matter what you do, you're, unless you can come up with somebody with the amount of fortitude to stand up the way he's doing, you're not going to get the supporters. See, because, again, like I said, the supporters don't care about Donald Trump. They care about what he's standing for. It if, doesn't matter. He's, he's the only person. I know. I, I agree with you. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, is, is that you got to convince them of that. Because he is the only person to stand up for them. And he's the only person in the last 20 years that has. And that's why he's there. Well, and I'm just telling you, it, it, if you can love him to death, if he's not in the White House, it does you no good. I and, if the, and if he loses, then you got the Democrats. That means you'll have, if it's not Joe Biden, eight more years to add on to the four that we've gotten from Joe Biden. I agree. But again, you're still going to have to convince the freedomists and um, uh, the libertarians like me and others of that. Well, and you're I'm, not going to be able to do it. Well, maybe maybe I am not. But then again, maybe people listening right now are going to think, eh, we ought to have a number two in place. And if you're a supporter of his, who's your number two? Well, I'm looking at several. Rand Paul, Ted Cruz. Um, you know, uh, I'm not a big DeSantis fan for a couple of reasons. But I, I, I would go for DeSantis. Uh, Nikki Haley is a favorite of mine. Uh, uh, Christy Nome. All right, so you've got so you've got some number twos, and some of them are actually, uh, you know, some of them actually have their hat in the ring. Good. All right, Charles, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Richard, good morning. Yes, it is a good morning. I'm going to change the subject a little bit. Uh, Ninety-seven years ago, the uh, Ford Motor Company established an eight-hour workday and a five-day work week, and they didn't have unions then. Nope. Can you imagine that happening today? Some big companies doing, being that good that are workers? Ford Motor Company actually yeah. had people that would go to their employees' houses and help them set up their house. If somebody was uh, drinking to excess, uh, they would give them counseling. Uh, they did all this without any union involvement. And in fact... Unions, which were prevalent in Europe at the time and not existent here in the United States, and we had a higher standard of living than they did in Europe. 
yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, we, the unions nowadays are tearing the you know, people apart because they want a handout and, and don't want to work for it even. Yeah, give me a, give me a four day work week, really? Listen, yeah. <laughs> if you think you're worth more money than your boss is paying, you go out and find a job where they will. If you think you're worth it, somebody will hire you for that kind of money. I agree with you 100%. Uh, I worked uh, for Ozark Airlines and TWA, and we had a choice sometimes. If you want to be union or non-union, I chose to be non-union to save my union dues. <laughs> All right. Richard, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let's get Don on. Good morning, Don. Yeah, uh, I'm going back to who would be number two for Trump, and I yeah. think a lot of those candidates probably wouldn't want to run with him. Uh, I mean, who would? I mean, he, he goes after everybody if they don't do exactly what he says, but just for some food or thought, do you think to maybe strengthen the ticket, maybe to get some Democrat votes, he might cross party lines and maybe try to get Joe Manchin or Tulsi Gabbard or something? Is that a possibility, you think? No. Absolutely okay. not. He, 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 I don't, I don't see him climbing to bed with any Democrats after yeah. the impeachments. Okay. Well, I just want to throw those numbers out there because he's definitely going to have to have a good number too. I do agree with you. I don't think he'll win if he's running against someone else. Because there's just so many anti-Trump people that, you know, from the media and that, you know, people come out of the woodwork just to vote against him. Yeah. All right, Don. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. One more call, then I'm going to take a break, uh, because when we come back, i got to talk about the economy. The inflation numbers are out, and Wall Street doesn't understand what's going on, but I'll explain it to you. Let me get Bill in here first. Bill, good morning. <clears throat> morning. Uh, I agree with the two callers ago. It's, it's uh, Donald Trump, they want to destroy him, but they want to destroy him because of the MAGA movement and the followers, and I'm a little shocked at you. I've, I don't know how many times I've told you you're wasting your vote when you vote Libertarian, and so now you're all concerned that Donald Trump can't win? Oh, I'm not so concerned. I mean, no, 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 no. What I'm you, saying, you, is, I'm saying is you stand on your principles when it comes to voting Libertarian, but uh, you want us to, to cave when it comes to voting for the right guy. I'm just oh. giving guidance to Republicans who want a Republican in the White House. Well, if I'm a Republican, I gave you guidance many times. That no, your you vote didn't. Was no, waste no, you, you did not give. You did not give a Libertarian Libertarian guidance. You gave a Libertarian Republican guidance, and there's a difference. What I'm saying is, it's it's the it's the followers of him that that's burning them up. It's us, not you know. There's other candidates that they they would get behind, but like just like yesterday, you know, uh, my the congressman Lukemeyer here, he's all about uh, bashing Gats because Gats is standing by his principles yep. and stopping the and stopping the spending. And so I I just don't I don't know what we're doing when we got Republicans like Lukemeyer that it's basically worthless, or right. uh, or the kid that or the kid that's a senator here in uh, Columbia, Caleb Rowden. Might as well be a Democrat. Yeah, right, I've got the uh, I got the Lutkemeyer audio. We'll play that this morning. Bill, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Up against the clock. Got to take this quick break. Uh, the economy, Lutkemeyer, and more.
on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It's uh, 9.52, and it's Froster Buns Friday, and I've got a couple of Froster Buns uh, comments that have been uh, sent in that I will probably get to a little bit later. Uh, some of them dealing uh, more closely with Columbia than uh, Springfield or the Lake or any of the other markets we're in. In the meantime, Wall Street is, you know, they're just happy as, uh, as a lamb. And if you look, all of the indices are up. So why are they happy? Well, they're happy because the PCE, the, the core PCE, uh, that, that's uh, inflation minus food and energy, rose by 0.1% in August and 3.9% year over year. What excites them about this is that economists polled by Dow Jones expected the core PCE would go up by 0.2% on a monthly basis and 3.9% over year, year over year. In their minds, this is a good, you know, this is good news. The feds are not likely to raise interest rates. We're, you know, we're on our way. Today's inflation report would be welcome news to the Fed. Well, not really. Uh, they they do have they do have a bit of a problem uh, because there's more to it than than just um, the piece of the personal consumption expenditures. They've stripped out the really hot stuff, the stuff that you need every day, because they you know they say it's volatile. When you include that, the picture starts to get a bit ugly. That's when you start to realize uh, just, you know, just how bad the inflation still is. By the way, I watched a Republican yesterday talking about inflation, and they said uh, that inflation had gone down. It has not gone down. Inflation hasn't gone down in years. It goes up by 2% and the feds are happy. It goes up by more than 2%, the feds are unhappy. And it is going up at more than 2%. And that's why I think these, their, their, um, their glee in the market is going to turn around. And I'll, I'll bet they wake up by, uh, by later today, if not Monday. The, uh, the PCE index released showed inflation accelerated to 3.5% in August, core inflation by 3.9%. So it's not a rosy picture. And there are other bad and dangerous signs out there that are worrisome. Wall Street Journal uh, this morning has a story uh, about the increased cost of mining. And you need mining, especially with these battery-powered cars. You, you need mining. Uh, in Australia, they were going to, uh, uh, two years ago, they were going to, they had a plan to build a lithium mine. And it was going to cost $300 million. Today, the cost is $600 million. And it's not just Australia, it's all over the world. And if that's not enough, housing is getting to be a problem. CBS News is reporting that uh, in, in most of the communities around the country, you can't afford to buy a house. It's, 
it's just too expensive. The main takeaway from the new report from uh, uh, ATTOM, that's a, a, a real estate data processor, they looked at medium home prices last year for roughly 575 counties, and they found that home prices in 99% of those counties are beyond the reach of the average income earner. Uh, There are a couple of reasons for this. One of them is the mortgage rates, uh, which have topped 7%, and that adds hundreds of dollars to your monthly payment. Uh, But at the same time, people who have, uh, you know, really good loans don't want to sell their houses and lock into a, a, a crummy loan at over 7%. So they're hanging on unless they absolutely have to move. Uh, you get a job in another state or another part of the of, of uh, the, uh, your state, whatever it is, uh, a divorce, they'll sell. But if if not, people are just hanging on to their homes and their low interest rates. Now you got a shocking lack of inventory. So on top of the high interest rates, lack of inventory, high prices for fuel... It's, it's looking pretty grim. But Bidenomics, you know, if you're, if you're to listen to the, to, uh, the administration, it, it really, it's good for you. You just don't know. You don't recognize it. it you, clearly, you have no idea uh, how good it is for you that food prices are you know, 20, 30% higher than they were just a few years ago. Or that you're, you know, the price of gasoline is twice what it was when Biden took office. You, you just don't get it. Just think how much better it'll be with another four years of a Democrat in the White House. Wow. No drilling for oil. Fuel prices through the roof. Food prices even higher. Oh, it's going to be great. I mean, if Bidenomics is good, that's going to be even better. All right. I, um, I've been watching these videos of these kids uh, just ransacking stores at will. And it's a phenomenon that has just cropped up in the last couple of years, I believe. Uh, let me, let me, Brian, can you remember five, ten years ago ever seeing these swarms of kids going in and just... Gutting a retail outlet? I mean, in the last 10 years, yeah, I remember we were joking about them hauling off TVs and stuff like that. But uh, these people are brazen now. They just don't care. They're filming themselves. Yeah. We're going to kick that around a little bit in the next segment on the Gary Nolan Show on a Frost Your Buns Friday on the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show 